0: Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 49. We'll read just a few verses beginning in verse number 13. Isaiah 49 verse number 13. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Might help if somebody said amen right there. But Zion said, this is where we're at a lot of times, Zion said, the Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Now here is where we'll begin to draw our text from these following verses. The scripture says, can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her own womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Thy children shall make haste. Thy destroyers and they that made thee waste shall go forth of thee. Lift up thine eyes round about, and behold, all these gather themselves together and come to thee. As I live, saith the Lord, thou shalt surely clothe thee. With them all as with an ornament, and bind them on thee as a bride doeth. I want to try to preach on this thought, just one word, unforgettable. You and I, regardless of our station in life, regardless of our successes, our failures, we are unforgettable in the sight of God. It doesn't matter, I'm I'm going to say this, it doesn't matter if you've been turned over to a reprobate mind. I believe that you are always on the mind and on the heart of God. I believe this morning from the day that you were conceived, God had a special place in your heart. Regardless of your uh, wealth, regardless of your lack of wealth, regardless of your popularity or lack of such, I believe that you and I are unforgettable. You may go somewhere today and you may eat or you may go to a store and ring some things up and come in contact with someone. Uh, You may see someone on the side of the road this morning coming to church. We've seen an older gentleman. Uh, He was barely able to walk, but I see him probably once or twice a week walking he's he's uh in, i'm not being mean or, or negative but he's deformed in a way that he can't carry himself like someone else but to the world he may seem like he's very forgettable but i'm glad that even when I looked like that in my sins God had me in his in his sights God had me to a place that I was unforgettable i'm glad this morning even once I was saved and I began to go astray by doing these things or that when i when I began to break fellowship with God, with God. I'm glad that I remain unforgettable in his sight. Now I want to try to preach on this thought this morning. We we find here in Isaiah that Israel had been punished by the Lord for her sins and for her idolatry. And you'll find that a lot in the the prophetical books of the Bible. These major prophets especially, uh, they're dealing with some some judgments that have come upon the children of Israel because of their uh, lack of dedication. When you look in the book of Daniel, you begin to see that they were in captivity uh, in Babylon because they had went away from God. And here is another example of that. Israel's cities had been ransacked... Uh, The sons, the daughters, they've been carried into captivity. But here God promises to turn the captivity of His people back. He's just about to bring them home. And all of nature in verse number 13 is called upon to sing. He says, sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted His people. I carry a stone in my pocket. I've told you about this before. Uh, a gentleman came to our church in Knoxville and he talked about uh, that we all uh, need to do our part in speaking for the Lord and in and, and, and telling for the Lord and rejoicing to the Lord. And he said, I don't want the rocks and I don't want the hills and the rivers and the valleys and the trees to cry out to God on my behalf. And as a reminder, as I change bridges and, and as I... Can you say bridge? I already said it. As you change breeches and, and pants and you get from jeans to a suit or shorts or whatever, this is in my pocket. And as I reach down to trying to find maybe a piece of money or a piece of candy, Brother Kenny, my fingers reach over that smooth stone. And I'm reminded that i got something to thank God about. I'm reminded of where I used to be, Allie. I'm reminded of what I once was, but I'm reminded of what I am now. Brother John, I'm reminded... Of What I will be, and I'm reminded that I need to tell the Lord how thankful I am. He said, Sing, O earth, sing, O heavens, sing, O ye mountains. We we find in verse number 13 that he calls all nature to worship. And there seems to be such an air of rejoicing, but then you get, then you get to verse 14. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me. And my Lord hath forgotten me. There seems to be no rejoicing. Zion feels as though she's been forsaken and forgotten. And Zion, just to clear it up, is is another name for Israel, God's chosen people. And, And as far as they were concerned, they had been abandoned and they had been forgotten in this bondage that they find themselves in. Their nation had been destroyed. Their capital lay in ruins. And their temple had been destroyed. And they were a broken people. Brother Jody, have you ever been broken? Somebody already said it this morning. Before December 10th, you were broken. On the day of December 10th, you were broken. Can I help somebody this morning? God loves broken people. (laughs) You heard me? Brother Michael, God loves broken people. My soul, if we can all come to God perfect, dress right, acting right, looking right, speaking white, right, and and, and I don't know if you can speak white or not, but we'll give it a shot, amen. Uh, But uh, I mean, we've got our Bible tucked under our arm, we've got a song on our lips, we've got a melody in our heart. Would to God that we can all be that way. But I'm glad that while while we were yet in sins, Christ died for the ungodly. Unforgettable. There's a song that I love. It's mine and I believe Braylon's song. Anybody ever heard of Nat King Cole? I don't know if Nat King Cole was a Christian. I don't know anything about him, but I know he sang this song. And I know later in years, even after he had passed away, his daughter Natalie Cole uh, did a rendition and done. A, a, I guess you would say a mashup between her father. And her, and they sing this song to one another as father and daughter. And I love it. It's mine and her song. Every once in a while, when it's just me and her. We'll play it and we'll sing unforgettable. Now again, I don't know if you can sing Nat King Cole in church, but I want to give you some of these lyrics. Someone wrote unforgettable. That's what you are. Now understand this is from one lover to another. Unforgettable. That's what you are. Unforgettable though near or far. Like a song of love that clings to me. How the thoughts of you does things to me. Never before has someone been more unforgettable in every way. And forevermore that's how you'll stay. That's why darling it's incredible. That someone so unforgettable thinks that I am unforgettable too. That ought to make you husbands want to squish your wife a little closer. That ought to make you wives want to nudge a little closer over to your husband. That's why it's incredible that someone so unforgettable thinks that I am unforgettable to. In this passage, God reminds us in at least four different ways that we are unforgettable. I'm going to try my best to hurry through this, but He gives four very vivid word pictures of His uh, a stance in this thing of life and love. He tells us who He is and what He does in these word pictures. But I wonder, do you ever... Do you ever wonder about the circumstances that you find yourselves in? Do you ever wonder when it seems like the heavens are brass and you can't get a prayer through? Do you ever wonder when it seems like worry is on your heart in the morning and in the evening? Do you ever wonder when it seems like everything that can go wrong does go wrong? Do you worry about when you don't know where money's gonna come from? Do you worry about if your, if your loved one's gonna come home? Do you worry about what's next in your life? Do you worry about this, that, and the other? I wonder this morning, have you ever considered yourself forsaken and forgotten? It can happen to a Christian, but it can very well happen to someone that's never been saved. Matter of fact, to those that have never been saved this morning, I I encourage you to pay very close attention. Uh, simply because I want you to understand above everything and everyone else, not to forget those that are saved that may have forgotten. But if you're lost here today, I want you to know that no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, there's a God that paid the penalty. There's a God that paid the price to redeem, to ransom you out of whatever you're in. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter how you speak. Well, it doesn't matter the home that you live in. All that matters is the condition of your heart. And God wants you to know that He remembers you very quickly. And I say very quickly, I'm going to try my best to hurry. I'm going to try to be done in 15 minutes. i got about an hour's worth of stuff, so I need you to help me. I want you to notice, first of all, I want you to see in verse number 15, God's compassion. You see that there's a picture of a mother. Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not forsake uh, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Now he he talks about this woman how that has had this child that is nursing this child at her own breast, and he says, "Can a woman forget her sucking child?" The scripture says, "Yes." We see it all the time. We see it all the time where, where a woman has a baby and deserts it. We see it all the time where, where even in Scripture, you remember uh, 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 Solomon, one of the very first things that was recorded is he had to decide which child was belonged to which woman because one rolled over and suffocated one son, essentially. We see it all the time that a mother can forget her child. Some of you may have experienced that, but I want you to know this. I want you to know this. Listen. It says, Yea, they, 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 they may forget, but yet will I not forget thee. A mother may forget and, in spite of the cries of her hungry child, in spite of the the, the the nudgings of her own body to feed and and to to nourish that child, in spite of those things, a mother may forget and, and I firmly believe that there's nothing that compares to a the love of a mother. I believe fathers love their children, but there's something about that mother's love. And God compares His love and His recollection of His people to that mother. And it says, an earthly mother may forget, but I will not forget. i got a lot of scriptures to read, so you pray. God's love, I believe, is perfect in every way, and it cannot fail. He loves at all times in spite of our condition, in spite of our appearances. His love is perfect. His love is permanent. His love is unconditional. His love is eternal. In Romans chapter number 8 it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He gives a list shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, this nakedness, peril, sword. He said, as it is written, uh, though they're killed all the day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded... That neither life nor death nor angels nor principalities, powers, things present, things to come, nor height nor death nor any other creature uh, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Our Lord, Ephesians chapter three, verse number eighteen and nineteen. I may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and le- length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye may be filled with all fullness. Fullness of God, His love is perfect. God's love is an amazing thing. Uh, we mentioned this last Sunday. I believe it was First John 4, 19. We love Him because He first loved us. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 4. But God who is rich in mercy. Somebody help me. When For God who is rich in mercy. For His great love wherewith He loved us. And we, even when we were dead in sins. Hath quickened us. Hath made us alive together with Christ. By grace so you say first john 4:10 a hearing his love not that we love god but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation to be the payment for our sins his love he loved us when we were unlovable He loved us. I mentioned this earlier. It seems like we mention it all the time. Romans chapter five, verse number eight. But God commendeth His love toward us, and that we, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jeremiah chapter number thirty-one, verse number three. The Lord hath appeared of mm, the Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, "Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love." Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Some folks maybe over the last few weeks or the last few months, you know what that was? That wasn't a lighthouse. You know what that was? That wasn't the preacher. You know what that was? That wasn't the singer. You know what that is? That is the love of Christ constraining someone to come to him. Amen. His love is eternal. Number two, I want you to notice God's compulsion. God's compulsion, this word compulsed how it means to be constrained, to drawn to. In a sense, it can mean uh, to be obligated to, and God has a has a constraining to you and I. He has a compulsion to do some things. Not God is in verse number sixteen. He's compi- he's pictured as a lover separated from his intended. He's also in this same verse pictures as an exile separated from Jerusalem. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. He said, Brother Jamie, I don't see love. I don't see lover. I don't, I don't know what that verse means. Brother Kenny, to those that were exiled, they loved Israel so much. They love those walls that they could go and pray to. They love those walls that protected them from the enemy, just as a, a man that is separated from his intended, one that he is betrothed to, one that he is planning on marry when there is a separation, uh, there is a, a deep chasm that cannot be, uh, that cannot be crossed until they reunite, and he remembers the smell of his intended. He remembers the curls in her hair. He remembers the length, the color of her eyes. He, he remembers all of those things about His intended. And that one that's in exile that loves His country, that loves the, 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 the wall that they can go to pray to, what they would do is they would get off in their exile without anything else to do. And in, in fear of possibly forgetting those walls and what they look like, they would etch the walls into the palms of their hands. And through the pain and through the, the blister and through the scars, but once it's all, once it's all over, they can look and they can see their home place. You know how many countless trees that there have been he loves her etched in. you know how many. Yards of concrete have been messed up because somebody came through right as it was about to get dry and etched, I love. You don't know what that is, Miss Kim? That's someone proclaiming their love. And those men and those women that were suffering exile when they etched their home place in their hands, Brother Jim, they did it not just as a a sense of duty, but they did it so that on those long, hot, lonely days, they can look and they can remember the place that they belong to. They can remember the place that they grew up in. They can remember the place where they once prayed. They can remember the place where they were once protected. They can remember the place of their forefathers. And they can remember the place of their birth and God says I've loved you like that I've got you carved into my own body look at Calvary look at Calvary Abbey. Jesus nailed to the tree through his hands and feet blood streaming down from his head the skin of his back has been torn shredded to pieces his ribs are showing his heart's barely beating. His lungs and his heart's filling with fluid. Yes. Psalm 22 says, He says, I'm, I'm hung on a tree. He said, And like bulls they have compassed me round about. But, Brother Kenny, Jesus has you. Great joy has you. Hunter, he has you etched into his own body. We're, we're unforgettable. He gives this picture of this lover that's separated from his intended then i want you to notice this while we while we enjoy absolute while we enjoy eternal security i want you to know something in john chapter number 6 verse number 37 it says the father giveth uh, all that the father giveth me shall come to me listen all the way down now to verse number 40 it says and this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life and i will raise him up at the last day why Because we're unforgettable. Listen, John, chapter number ten, verse number twenty-eight. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. First Peter, chapter number one, verse number five. Who are kept by the power. Who are kept by the power. Who are kept by the power of God through faith on the salvation ready to be revealed in the last times. I want you to know that God cannot. God cannot deny us. We are His people. Psalm 37 verse number 28, for the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints, for they are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Hebrews 7 25, wherefore he is able to, to save them to the uttermost that come unto God. by Somebody needs to say amen on that uttermost. If we had time, we, if I had time, I don't care how much time y'all got, but if I had time, we'd hunker down on uttermost. I'm glad this morning it doesn't just save uh, to the front pew. It doesn't just save to the third pew. He doesn't just save to the back pew. I'm glad it goes to the gutter. I'm glad it goes as far as he needs to. I said as far as he needs to. Not as far as he has to as far as He needs to, brother John. It doesn't matter how black you think your sins may be. It doesn't matter how deep you think you may be. I'm glad this morning that He will save to the uttermost. He says to the uttermost, I've saved you. Over there in First John chapter number 5 verse number 13 says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. John chapter number 10 verse number 28. Now listen to this. It says these words. It says one word I want to draw out. He says, I will give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. This word never, it's translated from four different Greek words. And I'm going to give them to you to make you think I'm smarter than I really am. But I'm probably not going to say them right. So don't go to Strong's and look them up. The word om, it means not at all, by no means, in no case. It's translated from the word ice, which means a place, a time, or a purpose. It's translated from the word ho, H-O, and it's male or female. It's translated from the word ion, which means perpetually or eternally. So to put this where you and I can to understand it, he says that nowhere, no way, listen to this verse again, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. He says, in no case and by no means in any place or time, whether you are male or female, will you perish throughout all eternity. That's what that word never means. There's no case that you and I will ever be forgettable to God. He's promised that we're unforgettable. Number three, I got to hurry. I got through two minutes and another hour. 16. Look at. He says God's concentration. I'm going to give you this. He says I want you to know at the end of verse number 16 he said thy walls are continually before me. Uh, this is talking about those that being etched into the hands. He says that God is described as a watchman. They had not forsaken Zion but our walls were ever before him. Uh, now we're going to go on through this. I'm glad that he does the same things for you and I. As that watchman begins to look. As that watchman begins to long for that city. For that place place that he once had god does the same for us he's mindful of his promises to his people it may appear like god has abandoned you from time to time as i mentioned earlier it may seem like there's times that heavens are brass and you just can't get beyond it you can't get a prayer through but i want you to know today that god has not forgotten you He's got a guarantee. I'm gonna give you these when I'm going to the house. He's got a guarantee. Romans chapter number four, verse number twenty one. All the promises of God are guaranteed to us in the name of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 20. Then I want you to see the kind of promises uh, that we're speaking of. We see the promise of His presence in Matthew chapter 28 verse number 20. Uh, The promise of His presence in Hebrews chapter number 13 verse number 5. That's that famous verse that says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Uh, So we see His presence, His provision in Romans chapter number 6 verse number 25 down through verse number 34. Uh, Philippians chapter number 4, verse number 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to its riches in glory. And uh, Then we see his peace in John chapter number 4, verse number 27. Uh, Philippians chapter number 4, verse 7. Uh, John says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Philippians chapter number 4, verse number 13. It says, In the peace of God which passeth, all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, We see the promise of His presence, the promise of His provision, uh, the promise of His peace. Now we see the promise of His power in Philippians chapter number 4, verse number 13. He says that I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Uh, Then we see His purpose in Romans chapter number 8, verse number 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Psalm 37 verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delighteth in his way. Job 23 verse number 10 says, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me I shall come forth as gold. You want to know something this morning? Our brother Jamie, when it seems like heaven's are brass, it might not be that God's for God next to you. Putting you through the fire. Trying you like gold. And I'm going to tell you something. If you stay faithful to him, if you stay with Him, He says you'll come forth as gold. We see His promises. Now let's lastly look at God's completion. Verse number 18. Look what it says. Lift up thine eyes round about and behold that all these gather themselves all together and come to thee. This verse pictures God. Oh, uh, You can see uh, verse number 17 as well. It pictures God as a jeweler, a jeweler who adorns the neck of the bride completing her preparations for a wedding now there's a tradition today i don't like it i didn't like it in 2002 i don't like it today but that, there's that tradition of that the that the bride and the groom has to stay separated on that day and the groom can't see the bride until she i'm about to have a whoop about to have a spell i remember you ain't married yet are you no i didn't think you were Son, one of these days you're gonna get married and she can be the ugliest woman this side of heaven and the Mississippi combined. Hit every tree on the ugly, hit every limb on the ugly tree. She can be as ugly as homemade sin. But when she puts that white dress on, there ain't gonna be nobody like her. I want you to notice this morning, you and I, you and I look horrible. But to God, but to God, we're the prettiest thing He's ever seen. Amen. Brother Jody, I don't know if one of these days you're going to get right. And you're finally going to set a date and marry that woman next to you. I'm praying. I'm praying, sis, I am. He keeps putting it off on you, but I know. I know better. I know, Brother Jody. But one of these days, I don't know where y'all get married. I don't know none of that stuff. Y'all still get married, ain't you? Because if not, I just jacked this whole thing up. <clears throat> One of these days, she comes walking down the aisle or out of the side room of the courthouse, wherever it might be, she's going to be the prettiest thing you've ever seen. Some of you ladies in here may have lost husband. And I don't know how things used to be. I can't say how things used to be. I've heard some say that there wasn't a lot of affection shown a few generations back. And I, I've heard, heard about one old man that said, Woman, I don't need to tell you I love you every day. I told you the day we got married, when it changes, I'll let you know. And I realize there's a little bit of truth in that, but, but I want you to know something, ladies. When that husband seen you, he was the prettiest thing that he'd ever seen. And God here is pictured as a jeweler. He's got that necklace that puts everything together. The bride has made herself ready, Brother Jim. Her hair's done. She's got her dress on. She's just about to walk out. And the jeweler says, wait. There's something missing. And he gets that jewel that necklace out and he places it. He turns that bride around and looks and said, it's complete. Now you can go meet your groom. And the groom is waiting. August 10th, 2002. My dad was my best man. We we stood at the bottom of the stairs at Bays Mountain Baptist Church. We waited. I th- y'all played everything. I think Brother David and Miss Tanya played. They were singing. And, and I knew, William, I knew there was one song I was waiting on. And I, I heard that first note. I I thought it was it. Man, I, I, I was waiting. I, I, I was waiting. Daddy, he pulled me back. He said, no, not yet, son. Not yet, son. Over and over, Stanley. Over. And over. And I said, Daddy, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Man. Not yet. But when that right song came and it was ready for me and for my... Groomsman to come out. We got up there and we waited. And I'm a cry. You done figured that out. Man, I was crying. I seen people I ain't never seen. Half of them I didn't even know. But I'm like, oh, did come to my wedding. And this wedding wasn't about me. And husbands, men, that wedding won't be about you either. That's about that woman. Come on. But ain't nobody. Miss Weaver, ain't nobody. Went, oh, doesn't he look handsome when I come out? Samuel, one of these days, if y'all get married and y'all move back here to America's. like is the will of God. You get married, ain't nobody gonna say, oh, Don't he look handsome? Nobody else ain't gonna pay no never mind to you. I was sitting up there, Kaylee, and I, I was standing there and I was waiting. And they hit that dum 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 dum, or whatever. I don't know what song it is. But I knew right then what was fitting to go down. And I looked back, and here come Lori's daddy. And here come this bride. All dressed in white. And them tears that I thought I had suppressed. I began, Miss Pat began to ugly cry. Right there in front of everybody. (laughs) I'm eat up with it. I'm still eat up with it. But Allie began to watch, and I tried to remember her the way she looked the day before. And I tried to remember, I tried to remember the day I asked her to marry me, brother Jim. She's mad as a wet hen at me. I tried to remember all of the bad things. I'm being, I'm being serious. I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure out what she used to look like. All I could see was the beauty that was coming down the aisle. You see, she had adorned herself. She had made herself ready. She wouldn't step out, Miss Kim, until just the right moment. But whether anybody in that building knew it, though the bride had made herself ready, if I had not been on that stage, there would not have been a wedding. Now as little part, Brother Kenny, as I played in it, there would not have been a wedding without a groom. And there is a groom that's waiting. And God says in Isaiah chapter number 49, verse 17 and 18, That He has made Himself like a jeweler that placed that last piece of the puzzle, that puts that last bit of jewelry on that bride that's made herself ready and he is waiting, he is waiting all of the enemies are at bay all of the children that have been uh, vying for attention, they're all at bay and it's just the groom and it's just the bride and the groom is waiting and the bride is ready and there is coming a day and I want you to know today could be the day and God has not forgotten you Amen. he's not forgotten you come with a song of invitation this morning i can give you some scriptures scriptures if you want them i'll give them to you later scripture tells us in the book of Revelation, and in first thessalonians and john all of these different places but i want you to know today you don't need nat king cole to tell you about being unforgettable The truth of the matter is we could sum all of this up by that old song Jesus loves me this I know for the bible tells me so God has permanently identified himself with us I believe that even today he's got his eyes on someone today He's going to keep his promises he's He's never failed and He's not going to start today. You may feel like you've been abandoned. You may feel like you're all alone. But I invite you today to come. I invite you to come to God. You say, well, I know I'm saved. I know I'm not forgotten. I just, I just sometimes I feel that way. It might do us good just to get down and say, God, it's been an awful long time since I've heard from you. It's been an awful long time since I have felt your presence. God, would you just show that to me today? It could be today that if somebody's not saved and you know that God's drawing you, dealing with you, it could be that today you just need to say, God, I've realized that, that you love me and I realize that I'm unforgettable. And I want you to know that I love you. You might just need to repent of your sin and ask the Lord to come into your heart. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number four, verse number 15, He says this is kind of a confusing verse, so I'm going to try to clear it up. But it says, "For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities." What that means is that we do have a high priest that is touched with the feelings of our infirmity. In other words, He knows your problems. He suffered those temptations. It goes on and He says, but was in all points tempted like as we are. That means that whether you read it a century ago or today, the very thing, the very sin, the very temptation that you're dealing with today God has already dealt with. It says in verse 16, let us therefore, that word therefore, it simply means because of all of those things that we just read, because of the fact that we now know that God loves us and the fact that we now know that God has been through all of these things without sin. We now know those things. He says, now let us come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. You feel forgotten? You feel all alone? I wasn't going to say anything about this, but it could be a relationship. Maybe a relationship that you're in, maybe a relationship that you wish you were in, and you feel like you're all alone. You feel like nobody loves you. I want you to know today that God loved you unconditionally no matter what and he never at any time will stop loving you. let's stand David if you could come dear father we've asked you today that you would just reach down and touch your people God we pray that you would honor us with your presence give us what we stand in need of in Jesus name amen